Welcome to World 101 Podcast. I'm your host, the Chocolate Thunder, Eddie V, with a stuttering problem right there. Joining me is my good friend, the Red Nordic himself, our Red Velvet Big Papa, Mr. Larry Giver. I'm so Nordic, I get a cameo in the new God of War. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what you're talking about, too. <laughs> And our West Coast correspondent is back from his secret assignment. Everybody, please welcome the Greekazoid himself, Mr. Tony Zilakakis. What up? So good to be back. Now, ladies, I'm just going to give you a warning. If you need to go change your panties from his uh, lovely voice, go ahead, stop the podcast, pause it, and go change. The Greekazoid might be one of the best screen names ever. You need to make that official for every account that you have. The Greekazoid. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Okay, so because uh, so, I was thinking, of what, I'm like, okay, I don't want to say Gyro because uh, uh, I'm like, Gyro. Gyro, Gyro, Guru. Gyro. Gyro. Kajima, you gotta, you gotta roll your R. Roll your R's. <laughs> um, uh, but I was just like, uh, Greekazoid. I'm like, that that sounds cool. So we got the Caramel Connecticut, Adrian Nieto, who couldn't make the show, but that's his nickname. Uh, the Red uh, Nordic or Red Velvet uh, Cake, uh, Big Papa, Larry Giver. Uh, now I got to add the Nordic in. And then I'm Chocolate Dunder. I was supposed to be Chocolate Dunder from Down Under, but I think I'm going to say I'm Chocolate Dunder with Wonder. Oh God! With, with wonder. <laughs> so, but everybody, um, E3 is over. We have survived, and this is World One One <sighs> Extra Episode Expo. So, so what? What was the? Uh, what was everybody's highlight? What was the thing you were looking forward to? And you know, out of what actually showed. Oh, the uh, for me, the last Guardian release date and uh, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and that was it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Breath of the Wild was probably the biggest thing, the thing that got me the most excited from everything that I saw. Right on. I like, like I said, I, I didn't get to see as much of Breath of the Wild as I wanted to, but I've read a bunch on it, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. There were a couple things that uh, jumped out at me though that I I wasn't expecting that I kind of thought, ooh, that looks pretty. I want some of that, but we'll get into that. Yes, we will. Um, so we're probably going to just be talking about the main um, or rediscuss the main uh, conferences, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony. Um, Tony, let's get your thoughts. What do you think of Microsoft? Uh, that was Monday's, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah, I watched theirs on Monday, and I, when the show was done, I didn't see anything too exciting, but I was thinking, like, oh, man, maybe I should get an Xbox One. The game that I was looking forward to the most to see off of Microsoft's was um, Scalebound. And 
they had this awesome. I think it was was it a gameplay or was it just a trailer? I, they it had gameplay, gameplay for Scalebound. Yeah. It was okay. Like what player, I watched uh, four player multi co uh, multi. Oh yeah, that's co-op. right. Because, yeah, it was showing off the co-op. And I thought, like, oh, my God, I, I really want to play this game. It looks so awesome. It looks like so much fun. And then that character put on, like, headphones or something, and awkward music started playing that didn't really fit what was going on, and it really just turned me off on that one. It, it wasn't the music for me. It was him not shutting up. Yeah. That, that drove too. me nuts. But I mean, uh, his his mouth aside, Scalebound still looked awesome. It yeah. looks like it played like a lot of fun as long as it comes with a mute button. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, not much else really caught my attention too much. Did you check out Recore? Recore. Recore is which one? The what, That's uh, the one they showed last year being worked on by the uh, ex-retro folk. Yeah, Akiji Inafune. It was that girl and oh. the dog. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The robots, right? Yes. Yeah, that game does look cool. I was if sad I... they were showing gameplay. At least not at the show or at their conference. Yeah, they just showed a bunch of, like, it was, like, introducing the robots, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's all they... That's all I saw, at least. Maybe I'll keep an eye on that game, too. What do you think about Project Scorpio? Oh, don't... Don't get me started on all that stuff. Not yeah, yet. Go ahead. Express. <sighs> no, I just... Uh, you know, seeing all the... Because uh, they're coming out with an Xbox One Slim first, right? Yep. And then Scorpio's after that? Yeah, That's somewhere on the horizon. Did they specify exactly what's the difference between... Or, like, what it makes Scorpio so special? They did, actually. Um, and I, I was actually reading an interview uh, earlier this week, too, that talked about it a little bit more. And basically what what they're getting at is, you know, the Slim is out there to be a, a slightly juiced-up model of, you know, what the Xbox One is now. But Scorpio's out there for those that are on the bleeding edge of, you know, entertainment. They've got their 4K TV and everything. And it's there to be able to actually render everything in, you know, 4K high def instead of just outputting and upscaling. It's actually rendering in true native 4K. So it's there for those that want it, but it's not anything that you're obligated to at that point. I think the other thing is that they're looking at it as uh, making sure that they've got something that's hardware capable of running VR down the line. Yeah, okay. But it's not a requirement by any stage. And, you know, I, I think yeah, they kept, aside, you're not going to get cut out from any games. They kept saying, like, uh, everything that's been uh, released or will be released is going to be usable for all, any of the Xbox Ones, right? Right. Yeah, they kept they kept saying that, I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably won't care too much about Scorpio. I'm not big on, I don't need anything super flashy ever. You know, the, the Slim is probably the one that I would shoot for. Yeah. yeah but I, I think they realize that, too. Yeah, because I don't think the 4K is in a lot of people's home. Like, I, I feel, I don't know, it may just be me, 
um, I think it's still not available for a lot of people to buy. Like, even if I go to Walmart, I don't really see a lot of people, a lot of 4K TVs being sold or even displayed at their stores. So maybe mm-hmm. by next year or maybe by Black Friday, a lot of the prices will come down and they'll be pushing more for 4K. Maybe, uh, if not this holiday, I'm sure we'll start to see it come down by next. I don't know if it's if it's time for it to really if if they can hit that break point where it becomes uh, mass marketable. Okay. So, mm. I could be wrong. Anything else, Tony, from Microsoft? Uh, from theirs, no, not really. I don't think I saw anything else. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the Gears presentation? Oh, my God. Yawn. I was so just waiting for that to end. I do not care about Gears of War at all. That Nothing about that seems special to me or attracted my attention or made me even think, like, oh, maybe I should get into this series now. Nothing. Okay. Um were you glad they didn't drop no kind of car for Forza or do anything kind of special like that? That was the exact exact same thing as freaking uh, Gears of War. I was just, all right, next trailer, next game. What are we going to talk about? Because I'm not big on racing games. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what What do you think about their play initiative, uh, a play achievement, where you, if you buy the digital version, on the Xbox One or Windows 10, you could play vice versa. So it's like kind of like cross-play, cross-buy. Um, I guess that's kind of cool. Uh, I don't know. Again, yeah, that's something I wouldn't have get any use out of. Uh, I'm already not big on Microsoft, so even though I have a 360. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you both of you guys this. Um, do you think it's going to cut into Steam sales? Uh, I don't think it will cut into Steam sales. I think those that were going to buy it on, you know, the Windows 10 platform uh-huh. will, you know, continue to do so and they get an added bonus out of it. I don't think anybody that, you know, was going to buy it on Steam is going to suddenly go, oh, I have to get it on Windows 10 instead. There might be a few that go, I've got an Xbox One, too. That means I don't have to buy it twice if I want it here and here. But I think, for the most part, those that are buying on Steam are looking to play it on their PC. And yeah, don't give it, two craps otherwise. Exactly what Larry said. And I wonder, He's always right. I wonder if it's just only for first party. Because <laughs> I don't think... Uh, did they say anything for third party for it? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so, and I think part of that might have to do with the fact that they can't necessarily mandate uh, that third parties uh, participate in their cross-buy program. So, you know, if it's a Microsoft publish, they can say that we have the rights to this, we choose to, you know, offer you Uh cross-buy, but I I think they might have a hard time uh, talking other publishers into essentially giving away an extra copy. Yeah. Okay. Some of them might get on board with it and might see some benefit, which I think would be great. Um, but I, I don't think that I think that if they tried to mandate it, it wouldn't bode well for them. Okay, then we shall see what happens. So let's move on to Sony. Uh, Tony, what did you think of Sony? 
Um, Sony's was cool. After I watched Sony's, I completely f- forgot about the idea of buying an Xbox One. <laughs> um, uh, I, there was a lot of VR in theirs, right? A lot of first person. I remember Call of Duty, Final the, Fantasy. The tail end of their conference had most of the VR stuff, but it, it didn't seem to really dominate the show, which I was really happy about. Actually, before we get into VR, I'll tell you the coolest part was when, um, I don't know what this guy's title is at Sony, but when he was walking across the stage and you see that his shadow was Crash Bandicoot's shadow. Oh, yeah! That <laughs> is the coolest thing that I saw I, in there. It's probably I my favorite thing. I, when I seen that, I'm like, I groaned. I literally uh, really? groaned. Yes, because I'm like, oh, we're doing... I'm like, are y'all really going to bring back Crash Bandicoot? I'm like, oh, please don't do this. And then when yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, Crash is a whore. They treated Crash Bandicoot like a sex traffic worker. Just passed it around to different developers and publishers. And I'm just like, really? I'm like, are we really going to do this to a character? Like, I, I don't know. I think they, I think, I, now, now, Sonny the Hedgehog is a whore himself because of how many games and changes that Sega did with that. But We're going to get to that, too, because of, well, well when we get there. Yeah. But Crash Bandicoot, I'm just like, you've been to almost three different developers, or, or I think two publishers, because it, it was a Naughty Dog. Uh, it was a Naughty yep. Dog. Uh, it was. Game. The first three games and the racing game, I think, were all Naughty Dog. So how did that a Naughty Dog game get sold to another company, like a third party, like... Who does that? I'm not sure what happened to the rights to that, but I, yeah, I don't know how I'm it excited that we're getting a remaster of the first three because you know the, that's the the heyday of that series. You know, those were the best games of that series. Were those first three? Those, that, those are the ones that people games. always talk about. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, the I'm excited. Too. They're they're bringing them back and they're prettying yeah. them up. They're putting him back as a respectable character instead of being lost in time like he is right now. But see, yeah. he was the head, he was the mascot of Sony Games. So why? Yeah. Like, I, I don't. Edward, know. Edward, don't you want to see a commercial again of Crash outside of Nintendo's no. office in oh my Seattle? God, just no. the megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to go on YouTube and watch the Legend of Zelda commercial for the Game Boy and listen to the rap again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, go on go on YouTube and watch the Legend of Zelda for Game Boy, <laughs> and you hear that rap. Shoot, I used to bump that mug loud too. Every time it came on, uh, while Power Rangers was on, I used to cut the TV up. I was just like, Nintendo was so hip hop and so cool. <laughs> I was just a, such a nerdy kid. Oh, I'm, I'm a nerdy adult, <laughs> so nothing's changed. But yeah, yeah. Uh. I'm, I'm excited for that. As a matter of fact, uh, there, there's a copy of Crash Team Racing in the PlayStation 1 demo kiosk that, that is in my daughter's nursery right now. Nice. Awesome. It's in there when uh, when she was first born, a, a week or so after, when my wife's mom was staying with us for about a week and a half. We were working in the nursery, and I was taking some time out. And I flipped it on, and I sat there more accurately, I stood there and I played Crash Team Racing for like an hour on that thing. 
That's awesome. <laughs> That's so nice. I loved, I loved Crash Team Racing. Hell yeah! And it still holds up really well. Yeah, and uh, I don't like. I feel like Crash Bandicoot, like that gameplay, kind of evolved into um, what is like now. What is that game? Temple Run. You know? Oh yeah, like the Infinite Runners. Infinite Runners. Yeah, it's but like see, that's what I feel like it came for Crash that. Bandicoot. Sonic 2? Yeah. What do you mean? When oh, you are you talking about the bonus stages from Sonic and Knuckles? No, Sonic Hedgehog 2. Oh, 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 oh. When you went to the, oh, uh, when with the half pipe. Yeah, the half-pipe. when you went to the bonus stage. I mean, it had that style. And then pretty much Naughty Dog took that style and just made it, you know, um, as as a level playing that way. Yeah, I can see how you... Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair. It's okay. Only... And look, I, I 100%ed those games, all three games, and it only took me three days. And oh, oh. I don't want to redo all of that again. Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, I, I 100%ed it. <laughs> it's only th- another three days. Huh? It'll only take you another three days. <laughs> well, I had school. I had to go to school. Yeah, I, I, I 100%ed it. I 100%ed it. When I, did, when I did Crash 2, I had hurt my foot playing volleyball. So I um I stayed home from school and I was already like thirty percent done. Um and when I fit uh when I finished uh finished the game it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I was too good at platformers. Um what else? What else did you think of Sony's uh sh- uh showcase? What I wanted to see was the FF7 remake, something else. Uh, that wasn't there at E3 at all, right? No. Not that I saw. And neither was was the FF12 remake there at all? No. Um, right For right now, they only announced it for Japan, so it's not coming to America just yet. What? Isn't the trailer, though, that I saw? I, I thought I saw the trailer was for America. It was in English and everything. It might be, uh, but oh, they you know what they probably released another one. I know a lot of people were saying that it was just only for Japan first because we never got Zodiac, uh, Zodiac Age. Yeah, we didn't get uh, Zodiac. What is it called? Zodiac Job System or something no, like that. Oh uh, no, I like that. Original oh. re-release of FF12 has like a weird, a weird title. I, I have like a bootleg copy of it. It's a Final Fantasy game when they don't have a weird title for it. There's whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. The title Lightning Returns still sticks out to me. Lightning Returns. Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> Who missed it? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't. I didn't know it left. Um. Uh, let's see. God, uh, God of War. I thought that was a really good uh, start to the to their show uh-huh. oh god yes when he came out of the shadows and you just hear the crowd just like what yeah that's cool uh, it's kind of weird though that he's like <laughs> walking around with his son i didn't play god of war uh, three so i don't know exactly what happens at the end of that one yeah i have i assume he just I kills everyone i finished it i know what happens uh the the basic gist of it is is he's left the entire uh you know God structure of uh, Greek mythology 
destroyed. He's off basically all of them, and uh, he, he releases the last thing that was in Pandora's box, which was free will. And so, you know, that, that was his gift to the people and basically walks away from it all. Um, and from what I gather, I, I'm kind of inferring as to what happened between the end of God of War 3 and the beginning of the new one is that, you know, he's he's gotten his vengeance essentially on the gods for dicking with his life and taking away his family and all that and, and uh, goes out and moves you know basically moves out of the out of greece and starts a new life uh, uh takes a new wife uh has a you know has a son and all that and i'm i'm kind of under the inference that uh his wife had passed at this point and it's just him and his son out somewhere in uh you know in uh norse mythology and going from there mhm but that's that's kind of the inference that I, I was led to believe. But yeah, there there's really no tie from what I can see to the first three God of War games, aside from the fact it's Kratos, and it it seems like they're they're not rebooting it. It's just here's a new chapter in his life. Yeah, and you don't actually have to know about the rest. Right, and it's it's not that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, that's gonna, actually pretty I good. If they're going to add it as a four, or if they're going to put it, um, at, put a subtitle to it. They might. They they're probably better off putting a subtitle, I think. Yeah. Because he didn't even have the the Blades of Chaos in it at all, right? No, no, the they they were unbound from him, as I recall. Once he. Uh, you know, he uh, out everything. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I believe at one point, uh, I think from the the second game on, they were no longer forcibly bound to him. That he chose to have them at that point, because they mm-hmm. then became the blades of uh, blades of war. I think or blades of uh, they changed at some point at the the end of the first, beginning of the second, mm-hmm. to where it was no longer for. Forced upon him by uh, Ares. Okay. Uh, anything else? Um, let's see. I thought that there was something else. Um, oh. Uh, that game. It like I played the demo already. Uh, it just feels like they were trying to do. They were trying to copy kind of uh what was uh pt like they were kind of trying to copy pt yeah and i I don't know when i played the demo like i wasn't scared or anything of it although i guess for some people maybe it'll be it'll be it's a return to horror because that's kind of how they're commercializing it right is like what they're saying they're finally returning it to horror I haven't seen much on it aside from that little uh, little preview that they had in the the press conference, but mm-hmm. I, I do agree with you. It, it what I saw felt more Silent Hill than Resident Evil. It felt a little more cerebral uh, thriller than like you know zombie uh, killer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it didn't feel 
I wasn't surviving in the in the the demo that I played. I was just I don't know looking for a key in this house that's kind of filthy. Right. That's that's pretty much it to me. Uh, and then the other game was uh, what's the? I can never remember this. The name of this game. It's the one where you play as this girl, and there's like robot dinosaurs Horizon and stuff. Oh, oh my god! Yes. Yeah, Horizon. That Zero game Dawn. looks. That game looks awesome to me. I I really want to play that game. I'm it, so it, with you on that shit. It looks good. I'm definitely getting it in February. I'm I'm just concerned about this story because that trailer last year that I've seen, I'm like this. I'm like, why? Just why? If you guys aren't watching the chat, I think I may have a surprise for you shortly. I'm getting uh, notifications. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think about Detroit um, Become Human? Become Human. Is that, which one is that? Is that, what's his name? It's one uh, of the androids. One, oh, oh, is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the decision making game, right? Yeah. yeah. That game, huh? It might be pretty cool. It might be more fun to watch uh-huh. than to play. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like... I feel like I'll end up watching someone play it on YouTube or something. Huh. It, like, what's that? What was that game where the kids are up in the mountains and it's all butterfly effect? Uh, until dawn. Uh, uh, until dawn. Until dawn. Yeah, it looks. It reminds me of that game where it's just all these decisions. Decisions you're making will determine, you know, how the plot plays through. And they're making a Friday the Thirteenth game. Oh really? Yep. God, why? They why? Have, they have a trailer out of it. Trailer out. If you look at the trailer, you'd be like, "Yeah, this is until dawn." Like from. From graphic style to even the frame rate, just the way that it looks, even with some of the characters, I was just like, "Yeah, this is like until dawn too." But it's because mm-hmm. you get to play as Jason. You play as him. Yeah, you play as Jason, so you're killing the victims. <laughs> uh, that that seems like it'll take you out of the out of the game. Well, if you can look at the trailer. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out after. Yeah, so I think that was all all that I loved from Sony's. Yeah. If you guys have any, like, remind me now. Uh, Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima's new uh, trailer. That it was exactly the same uh, as like the tra- trailer at the end of of PT. You know, I was like, I watched it and I just don't understand it, so I can't be excited or disappointed or anything. It's just there. Okay. Hello, everyone. Kept Norman Look who I found. Hello. Yay! What's up, man? Sorry, I'm extremely late. That's okay. <laughs> At least you're extremely here. Everybody, please sure. welcome our Caramel Connexican, Mr. Adrian Nieto. That is the worst nickname ever. <laughs> oh, it's bad. <laughs> it is so terrible, though. <laughs> how, are you, how are you guys doing, eh? Oh, uh, we're good. We fucking miss you. I know, I know, I know. I miss you guys too. Uh, let's let's talk it through. What, what, what were you guys talking about? You guys were talking about the uh, uh, Death uh, Strain. Yeah. Um, that's the Kojima game, right? Yes. Yeah. So, 
What's up with the trailer, though? That's it's, it's, it's so weird and like enigmatic, and I have no idea what's going on, and it looks, I don't care. It looks exactly like a Kojima game. It's like the fuck's happening. I don't know, but it looks neat. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, it'll definitely. I'll keep like an eye on it. All over. And I. I What's more entertaining about that this uh, trailer is that people have been making so many memes when he's holding the baby, and they've just been placed, replacing it like with the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, like Wii U box, and like other stuff. Like they, we will be put, putting other stuff in it, like Photoshop and other things. That's been the funniest <laughs> thing that I've been seeing. I, I, I think we we are not allowed to talk about this game though without talking about that walk on. I'm sorry, that was like one of the coolest fucking walk-ons ever. Oh, you mean the uh, Michael Jackson? Oh. Uh, uh, big yeah, thing? like the, the fucking red carpet. I've got like a disco carpet thing going on. Yeah, and then what's like the first thing that he says is, I'm back. Hell yeah. yeah. That was great. He totally walked totally onto great. that stage like a boss. Owned yeah. it. For sure. Yeah, I, I, I gotta agree on that. He, um... I, I was very happy when he said, like, oh, I'm back and stuff like that. It's like, oh, man, like, you totally deserve getting this recognition. But then the trailer started playing. And it was a, a game by Hideo Kojima. Production by Hideo Kojima. I was like, all right. This training by Hideo Kojima. Like, all right, yeah, that's that's one too many now. <laughs> I know your name is important, <laughs> but not to have it, like, seven times on, on, on this project. And it, it might just be me. But I don't know why Norman Norman Reedus in that trailer looked like a creator character from a, the SmackDown versus Brawl games for PlayStation Two. I was just like, "Oh my goodness, this character model does not look good." And then I thought the trailer was about to go into uh, a House of the Dead game because I was just like, uh, "Wait, what the heck is going on?" Like it, it was just so weird. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it was a very weird trailer. It kind of reminded me of, like, The Matrix or something. A little bit. I could see that. Yeah. I gotta say it, too. It felt weird, but it kind of felt weird in most of the right ways. Yeah. It felt weird in the uniquely Hideo Kojima way. Yeah, my, it was very Kojima. My my opinion towards, um, like, the trailer and, and Kojima back, it is um, exactly how I feel about Crash Bandicoot. Like, I didn't grow up with it. So I don't really care, but I'm super happy for everyone that is excited about this. But this is for you, for the gamers. So, like, kudos to you. You're gonna enjoy this game. You enjoy the Kojima is back. Like, I personally don't care, but I'm happy that like that you're happy, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Okay. Um. Any dust, Adrian, about the Sony conference? Um, you talked about The Last Guardian, um, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Be- Detroit Become Human. We didn't touch on Days Gone or really much of the VR stuff. Um, but any other thoughts from the Sony conference? Uh, I don't like. I don't really have one. I'm, I, it was. Um... I, I was glad that that Sony had you know like game after game after game after game after game. Um, that's exciting for, for you know for gamers all over the place. Oh God. I, I I didn't particularly care for it though. Like all, from all the things they showed, only the Spider-Man uh, like really struck to me. 
uh, because again, I'm a big Spidey fan. So uh, when they showed the new trailer, I was like, oh man, that's that's really cool. And I think Tom Holland is also doing the voice for for this game. Uh, if not, it's a, a guy that has the same voice as him. Uh, so that was really exciting. And I was like, man, I'm super down for for that game in particular. But everything else, uh, I didn't care for, sadly. Speaking of, I was gonna say. Speaking of uh, voices, anybody notice the change in uh, voice actor for Kratos? I tried to. I wanted to say that it was someone different, but I didn't want to, like, officially say that that was my uh, what I was thinking. It, it is. I, I think that they they went a good direction with that, though. I, I think that. They found somebody that has that same tone, just aged up, and I, I think yeah, that was yeah. the absolute way to go. But uh, was it a black voice actor for uh, the first three God of Wars? Because he sounded black know. for some reason. Yeah, that's what I always thought. I don't know. I would have to look that up. I. That's a good question. Shit. I um. I, uh, do we know for sure that he's Kratos, though? I, I thought he was... Because it takes place in, like, a new... Yeah, it's uh, Norse yeah. mythology. It's it's yeah. still Kratos. It's still Kratos. Okay. Because the uh, okay. the scar, the red scars that's on his body, you can still see them. They're just a little bit faded. Okay. Yeah, yeah I wasn't he just sure. went backpacking around Europe. <laughs> I will play... That game, Kratos just backpacking across Europe <laughs> <laughs> with like a Mickey Mouse backpack, and he's just like, like super excited to be out of Greece. Oh no, it's oh, not even a Mickey Mouse backpack. He's he's totally got a hobo with like the the knapsack on a stick. <laughs> on a stick, yeah. <laughs> Did you just Tom and Jerry? Full totally... hobo hopping trains and shit. Did you just Tom and Jerry? I can't believe really yes, I, I would totally play that game though. <laughs> uh, what you guys think of the Batman uh, VR or Farpoint? Um, like, th- what did you guys think of anything of that? Um, Batman VR looks stupid. Yeah, I like, don't. Did you like the voiceover? I can't imagine that Joker? would be fun. Yeah, Mark Hamill is always doing a good job. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I, you know what? Of all these superheroes, I don't think Batman will be the way to go for a VR game. Sadly, yeah. That was. Oh. It, I don't know. Like the Arkham games are so action oriented that if you take that out and put it on VR, I think you're you're gonna hurt the game. To be honest. Mm-hmm. And, well, what did you think of uh, overall for Sony's conference? Uh, Adrian, uh, I, I I'll, I'll give it like a like a seven point eight out of ten. Too many games. Oh well, no, such thing. Too many <laughs> games. No, you, you know think, what? Huh? You know, you know, you know what I didn't like about it. It's like all the trailers they show were like just trailers, right? It was like what two gameplay demos only for uh, God of War and uh, Horizon. Uh, but everything else was just, uh, yeah. But this gun is a generic shooter with zombies. We yeah. have a lot of those, 
I don't I, honestly I don't even know what they're bothering because let's face it, Dead Rising Four looks a lot better than Days Gone. Was was that not gameplay for um, that Call of Duty one where he's like in space? Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought it was. <laughs> yes, that, that game looks awful true. because it seemed like where, what, how is he even identifying what he's like grappling to and stuff? It's called. Oh, it was, it I seems saw, like so I hard like to a play. Little, I saw like a little uh, a sphere appearing, uh, like attaching to items or objects on the world, and then with an L L R. Um, uh, like prompt command prompt. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like Call of Duty is a super fast-paced game. Uh, why would you take that to space? It's so slow in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm actually kind of curious to see what they do with it. This is a, a rare case where I saw a Call of Duty game, and I kind of. Went, Huh. Like, yes, I, I will say that did not identify it as Call of Duty when I started watching. I'm going, the fuck is this? This looks kind of neat. Yeah, that is the most interesting call looking Call of Duty game, probably. Which is weird that they. Did. I was just now thinking of it. They did it. Did uh, they did this again? Battlefield One was shown during Xbox and not Sony's, and uh, Call of Duty was shown at Sony's but not Xbox. So there must be another, once again another exclusive with each game. Well, because um, uh, Sony bought the, you know, like the early privileges for for all the Call of Duty. So now, like all the DLC and stuff, they drop early on PS4, and then they go on Xbox One. Well, uh, Tony, what would you give uh, Sony Conference? Um, like a 1 through 10? Whatever you want I guess it would be like an 8. Uh, I would give it an 8. Um, there was a lot of cool games, and, but a lot of it, I, I know, like, I don't want the... Does this make sense that it seems like it's going to be a problem that all VR is always going to be first person? It has to be. Yes. It has to be first person, right? Yeah. It, does. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't really work on, on third person, sadly. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know, it seems... Because, like, even f- watching Final Fantasy as, like, a first-person shooter, that just looks dumb. Uh, that frame am I, am I, Final Fantasy fifteen looks terrible. Uh, the the what? The frame rate? The frame rate, yeah. If you look, watch the mm-hmm. demo for uh, Xbox One, uh, Friday Night Titan, it looks horrible. And then when I seen it for... Oh, my God, uh, I forgot four, about that. Huh? That was the worst gameplay demo ever. <laughs> I, yep, that battle, that, that that gigantic battle, it was it was not good. I I, I didn't enjoy it. I'm I'm very worried now. I'm just like I want to buy this game for both systems, but if the freeway is a problematic on both get on both systems, I, I gotta choose one of them. You know, there's another option. You can just not buy it. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe, because, maybe it's a skippable game. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I, I yeah. want to buy it, but then I, I realized that Paper Mario uh, Color Splash come out that same month. And um, and I think Monster Hunter and Dragon Quest come out that same month. And if they Monster, did, Doesn't Monster Hunter come out next month? I thought it was September. 
say September 15th? I thought it was next month. Oh, no. Yeah, July right. 15th. I'm sorry. Yeah, my son does come out next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, uh, Edward, did you play the demo for what's it, for Final Fantasy 15? Um, uh, uh, with the little dog thing? Yeah. Yes, I did. I played it on both systems. And did you like that? Did you actually like the combat and all that? Um, it's Kingdom Hearts, pretty much. Don't say that. It is not Kingdom Hearts. It, it, it literally is Kingdom it's, Hearts. It, it, no, it, no, it, no, 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 no. Kingdom Hearts, you do not sit there and hold a button and the, and you're attacking automatically and then you let go that, to dodge. About it. They don't have that in uh, the demo. Wait, what are you talking about? That, I... Right, the demo that they the released... De- when they when they did the Final Fantasy 15 press conference, that long thing, um, when they released the demo, they were just giving you like gameplay on how the game feels. So they didn't go anything else outside that, like with magic and all the other all the other stuff. They didn't give you that. So when you were actually attacking and fighting, it literally felt like Kingdom Hearts. So um, I, I think once the, I think once the, I get the game more into my hands. I could probably uh, be able to tell that, okay, now it doesn't feel like Kingdom Hearts because the full gameplay mode is in this game. Like, they didn't really give you much. They just like, well, this is how combat works, and this is how it feels. That's why I say it feels like Kingdom Hearts. But, but like, Kingdom Hearts, uh, a lot of it, ha- it has a lot of verticality to it. I don't think that Final Fantasy XV will. Um. I can agree with that. That's why I said uh, the the demo didn't have that. So that's why when the full game comes out, it might feel different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very weird to describe because I'm like, but once you play it, you'll be like, okay, this feels like Kingdom Heart. But I think, like I said, once the game come out, they'll change it up and it won't feel that way. That's why I'm I'm, I'm hopefully it it works when it come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Um, Adrian, what did you think of Microsoft Conference? Because we didn't get your side. Um, yeah, so... Uh, we, well, hold on. Which uh, conference have you guys done so far? Microsoft and Sony. So we just finished Sony. So, uh, oh, okay. Microsoft, so, so, but we didn't hear from you about Microsoft. Okay, so I'm going to give my, my two cents on uh, Microsoft Conference quickly. Um, I loved it. I, I thought they had the strongest show... Uh, they start really strong with the uh, Xbox One S, which I'm particularly very excited about because it's it looks like the console that I can actually buy. So um, I think I'm gonna be getting that on August when it, it gets released. Uh, probably a two terabyte uh, version of the console. So that's I'm super excited to have an Xbox One. Yeah, that's the only one that's coming out in August. It's the two terabyte. So yeah, to- um, I actually ask uh, the I think. This uh, August second is the two terabyte, and then uh, the twenty first it's um, the five hundred gig and the one uh, terabyte version. Um, so they're coming a little bit later. Yeah, I thought the five hundred gig one was coming out a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of weird. It's kind of separated there, but whatever. I'm excited about that though. Um, sea of Thieves is the game. First of all, it was the best trailer in the show. No. no Yes, really? it was. Yes, yes, it was. When they, showed, when they showed people, like like actual people, fans, 
playing that game, I was like, I don't know who any of those guys are. I would love to be one of them. I want to play that game right now. I want to lose myself in a pirate world and just shoot other people and have my crew. And I, I don't know. I'm super excited for that game. I will, um, Adrian. I, I, before you say anything, Tony, I will say that go, 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 go. Uh, the game looks bad for some reason, like graphically. Um, it may be fun. Um, I do like the dude who was yelling, wait, you were leaving me when they was going off the ship. Like, or he was saying, uh, we're sinking <laughs> right now. Like the way that he said it made it not only funny, but it sounds fun. Like that one guy right there, he made the, uh, he made the trailer a little bit better. Everybody else sounded like really dry or something. Now it's, trust me, it's better than the demo that was shown for uh ghost recon Wildlands. It was way better than that. <laughs> Okay, Tony, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Hey, what were you, Tony? Yeah, when I watched that, that trailer, I know the game isn't done yet or any of that, but that game looks so empty. Like, there, it looks like there's going to be next to nothing to do. Whoa, I can pretend to drink uh, ale or, wh- or whatever, <laughs> rum, and the ga- the screen gets blurry and my character leans to the right, or I can open a chest, but we've been opening chests all our lives playing Zeldas, haven't we? That's not exactly exciting. Um, if you want to play a freaking good pirate game, I'd play Assassin's Creed 4. That game, well, it, it's, I, I, that is the best pirate game. And I don't, I don't think that... I have to compare this game to that, and so far it looks... Like, that that game, I, what's it called? The uh, sea, of uh, sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like a game that you would play, like, online, uh, like, uh, with a web browser. One of those games. Uh, like... <laughs> Like, really cheap. I don't know. Well, okay. Is, done. The thing is that I, I, I play, I play, and you guys know, right? Like, I play uh, Counter Strike with my friends, like, on a regular basis. Uh, we play League of Legends, too. So, we're always looking for, like, a new game to all get together and play. And when I saw the trailer, all I could think about was, like, man, I'm going to have a crew of, like, ten people. And we're going to be just, like, finding treasures and destroying everyone's ships and stealing their stuff and killing them and then capturing them, and I don't know, like it makes me like very excited somehow. Did you not? Did you not feel that way when you watched uh, Scalebound? Um, yes. So Scalebound was another good uh, game. I I thought the gameplay, the way they showed it, uh, was a little bit lacking, especially because it was from just one character's perspective. I think they should have like jumped from different perspectives from different characters to see what everyone else was doing. Um, however, the game looked good. Uh, it feels like a much bigger uh, Monster Hunter game. Yeah, in a sense. For sure. Um, so, so like that, that's another game that I'd be like, man, like I would love to, to just like five giant monsters with my friends and riding dragons and stuff like that. I think that's gonna be awesome. But from just the gameplay trailer they showed, it, like it, it's not the best way to show it, in my opinion. I think if they have done something similar to the way they did uh, Sea of Thieves, the trailer will have been better. But that's that's just my opinion. That's how I reacted to the to the trailer. But Scalebound looks awesome. I think it's delaying until next year, though, um, which means that they have more time to work on it. That's totally cool. Uh, it will probably be one of the first games that I get on uh, my Xbox One, or oh, not the first, the first games, but one of the you know the first ten, I guess, 
games that I will get on my Xbox One. So uh, I'm very excited to play that game. Please make sure that you have Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's, it really is a good game. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I'll buy it. I have a friend who who owns it, and he's more than you know than willing to just let me borrow it for like a weekend or something so I can finish it. Uh, but the, yeah, that game, it's hands down. I'm going to be playing the crap out of that. Um, no, yeah, I think Microsoft Conference was really cool. I really liked it. Um, I'm not a fan of, uh, of racing games. Forza looked really cool, though. Um, apparently, according to people that were at E3, it, it's not really like an, an actual replica of Australia. Uh, so that's kind of disappointed. <laughs> like, well, whatever. Um, but I would like to. I would like to. I would like to play that. Uh, Gears. I don't know. There's something about Gears that it's uh, speaking to me, even though I'm not uh, a Gears of War player. I think you're the only one on here that said that. Actually, all the rest of us are just like, eh. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I maybe it's because you guys have all played Gears before, and you have your opinions on it. I've only played like a little bit of Gears One like years ago, uh, so I don't really remember in my head, and I've never finished any of the of the other games, right? So for me, this Gears Four looks like a game that I will be more than happy to just like sit down and play with a couple of friends. Yeah, um, I, also, I like Microsoft is doing the whole. No, sorry. Let me oh, just like finish my thoughts quickly. Um, Microsoft is doing the play anywhere uh, thing where. Buy the game on, on Xbox One and like also play it on Windows 10. That's fantastic, man! Like cross play, it's it's an amazing idea. Yeah, because all my friends they have like high end PCs and they play on PC all the time. But I don't have the money to upgrade my computer, but I can save some money to buy an Xbox One, which means that I'll be playing on Xbox One while they're playing on PC and we can play together. And it's just fantastic from my point of view. Well, I know with Gears Four, I'm getting it. Uh... Because I kind of want to play with Corey from the DNA um, community and my other friend um, who lives close by me. Like, he's a he's a Gears head. Um, so, you know, I told him that I'll run through the campaign with them. Um, I know Forza 3 is going to be my first Forza game that, uh, or Horizon, I should say, should be my first Forza game. Because it's Australia, and I always wanted to go to Australia. Yeah, Australia seems like a fantastic play. They have real life Pokemon there, so that's good. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that needs to be on their tourism campaign somewhere. Come to Australia, see real fucking Pokemon. You know, I would. Yeah, you know, they have like a spider. I would literally be saving money right now, leaving you guys. Be like, okay, someone record the podcast. I'm going to Australia. If I bring back a Pikachu, uh, I'll I'll show it to the world. There's like fire fire spiders and like koalas that can kill you with their looks. Uh, I don't know. It's it's insane over there. You gotta watch out for the drop bears. Yeah, exactly, too. That's <laughs> it. I can't stand you! <laughs> uh, you go there, you gotta watch out for the drop bears. You have to wear the protective helmet that has a fork sticking out of the top of it to save you from the drop bears. But yeah, those are my... Recruiter... Uh, how do I put this properly? From an idea, from as a concept, I think it looks cool and has potential. The gameplay, though, seems like a very like a first time in the developer 3D game. 
Uh, and I say this as an indie developer, it kind of looks like something I will be working on. Like, I, I don't know, like, it, it, it lacked some uh, some uh, uh, polish, I guess. So, um, again, but that's another game that is not coming on for a while now. So, it's coming out you know, September. maybe, oh, this is September. Then, um, yeah, I may not buy it then. I mean, I'm buying it because uh, it looks fun. Uh, it's Kenji Unifune and it's the extra X retro guys. Those two, those two guys, uh, you know, those two names I respect. And so, yeah, I, I, I have to get it. I, I don't That's know. Exclusive I, I, to Xbox One, right? It is. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. And okay. Kenji Unifune, Unifune lost my uh, uh, KG. Inafune, yeah, lost my uh, lost my confidence when uh, he didn't deliver Mighty Number no. Nine on time. Well, it's coming out next week. So. Let's be fair. Who's delivering anything so, on time these days? Well, uh, that's that's a fair point. That's true. It, it's sad, two but days. it's true. Two days, and then it's, we can we can finally say whether he still got it or not. That's true. That's true. I have a bad. We're gonna be doing that live too. I have a bad feeling that we'll play it. We'll we might like it. And then we'll pop in Shovel Knight, and then just remember, remind ourselves why we love Shovel Knight more. Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to like Shovel Knight more, hands down. It oh. makes me sad that I have to agree with you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and, Tony, Tony is right. We're, we're going to get the uh, game in two days. Uh, Tony and I are going to be... Uh, probably be playing a lot of that during uh, like Tuesday night. Uh, so that like I'm super excited about that. We'll probably do like an episode next weekend, just talking uh, about that specifically. So um, yeah, just just look forward to it. I guess. All right. Um, anything else for Microsoft? Uh, uh there. Like I said, from. Me, one of the biggest things, personally, that came out of Microsoft this past week um, was not shown at their show, but was the announcement that Phantom Dust is not dead. That made me kind of giddy in my pants. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it may not be a reboot, which, frankly, I'm kind of okay with. I, I really kind of, I think I would prefer the fact that it's just going to be a remaster, uh-huh. and that means it's also going going to be on live again and I can play with people again oh the way goodness. it was meant to be played oh my god so I have to I buy it right having that game. so I have to buy it right uh right Larry oh god it's so good that that's a game that will make me pay for Xbox live again you know because most of the stuff on live that you play multiplayer is you know shooters and I just don't do that you know with people online i like my shooter single player because i'm fucking weird but you know phantom dust was oh my god that's a game that i will forever be able to go back to on the original xbox you know we talked about that a couple weeks ago and it's still got it that game still holds up so well the mechanics are great the balance is great it's just so much fun I, i will forever never be able to get enough of that hopefully they show some more i hope hopefully because um, they do a conference also in Germany uh, where some of the games that they don't, they don't show at E3 they show in Germany. I can't think of what conference that is. Um, but uh, hopefully they show it there. 
at this point, I would be perfectly happy. I, I'm happy enough with the announcement that it's not dead. It's no longer tabled. It's just being done as a remaster. And I'm perfectly okay if I don't see anything on it until E3 next year. I'm okay just knowing it's alive. All right. I'm just sad that they didn't do an announcement for Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon to be on Xbox One. That's what I wanted. That makes me sad. Okay, so let's move on to the last conference because we're not going to talk about third party because all of them put us to sleep. Besides, you know, and uh, <laughs> and I don't think anyone watched the PC gaming show because that was running this that ran two hours plus. It, it ran Jesus through God, yeah, it ran through Ubisoft's uh, pre-show that was an hour, and then it ran through the whole uh, Ubisoft conference. So we're not going to talk about the PC thing. Um, but Nintendo, they started off with the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild trailer. And I think people are re-watching that trailer over and over again. They're trying to find stuff that Nintendo didn't talk about that uh, we can now just pause and examine. Um, but what did you guys think? People are already finding stuff. They've almost completely, I think, saved for two letters, decluttered decoded the uh, Hylian alphabet in that, uh, in the gameplay in the trailer. Holy shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're missing two letters. Wow. Uh, yeah, there was, um, you know, um, it, when they go to those, like, they're like mini dungeons, I don't don't remember what they called them exactly. Yeah. Uh, the shrines, yeah, and there's those, uh, you put the, heal, uh, what is it, the Sheikah, like, the Sheikah uh, Slate. Slate. You put the Sheikah Slate thing there, and then there's like all these, like kind of matrixy letters coming down uh, above it. People were uh, translating that already, and uh, I forgot what they say. It says like um, there was one that was the uh, "All your base R belongs to us." Yeah, all your base R belong to us, and something else. I can't remember. Did you watch that? Uh, like uh, hidden. Hidden Zelda secrets, uh, Larry. I didn't. Um, I, I caught the. Uh, I caught this in an article earlier today. Actually, I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. You know, then on top of the fact they've got like little signs, you know, that tell you, you know, where you are. Like it's it's a you know a shrine or a dungeon or whatever the hell you're in. It's and that that little detail reminds me very much of Fez. Mm. I like that fact. <laughs> What, what did you guys God think? God damn it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it too fast. Just so, just so. No, no, sorry. I just, I, I'm sitting here playing Metroid and I totally missed a bomb jump. Oh, dang that. <laughs> <laughs> That's World 1-1, one, one, everybody. Um, what did you, well, before we get into actual The Legend of Zelda discussion, because I know we probably got a lot to say about it. Um, what did you think about the live stream that decision that Nintendo went with. So I was talking to the, uh, about that with uh, a friend uh, yesterday um, and like I told like I told him, yeah, like the trailer for for Zelda was fantastic. Uh, showing a lot of gameplay was a great idea too. Man, they, do they need to do a a, uh, a uh, digital event though because like I was like I was looking at the streams, right, and or looking at IGN's pro- post um, show reactions and stuff like that, and I was just thinking like 
oh man, this is really cool. And then I will get like a tweet or a message or something saying like, hey, did you see the new Amiibo? Like, what? No, like I'm watching this thing live. Where, where is everyone getting this information? That was like press release and like the website. And like it was all over the place, right? And I hated that. I hated that everyone was finding out stuff about the game or the new games that were coming out before me. Uh, just because Nintendo decided to, oh no, yeah, let's just send press releases and uh, put stuff on the website and just, you know, we'll show the stream later, right? No, they should have done an, uh, a digital event, start with Pokemon, then Pokemon Go, then Color Splash, then Motor Party with New Amiibo, then Zelda Amiibo, then the Zelda trailer, and you close like that. And I think they should have done that instead of, uh, instead of like, oh, here, this is how we play. Because, again, and I love Miyamoto and Aonuma-san, but having a Japanese man trans- uh, being translated for someone else while someone else is playing is the worst game to present a game. It's, it's just not good. It, it's not good. Well, this, I think this is the I... first time we've seen a lot of developers for those games actually come to America and, you know, talk about them. Oh, go ahead, Tony. What... What was cool, let's see, I'll do negatives first. Uh, like, the the translating thing doesn't bug me too much. I hated, like, I tried watching just the live stream at the end of the day, you know, uh, until, like, I got tired and fell asleep. I ended up watching the whole thing. But uh, the breaks in between each, uh, you know, showing are so long, I don't, know what to do with my time in between those. I'm assuming that it's so viewers can take bathroom breaks or whatever, but and also, you know, they're setting up for whoever's going up next, but I feel like they need to cut those down a little bit because it's like 20 minutes of gameplay and then 5 minutes of you twiddling your thumbs because you know, there's nothing I mentioned this on to optional, look at. I mentioned this on Optional Opinion that when they went to break, they should do like trivia or do the digital presentation like a trailer something. or something to fill in that void. Yeah, yeah, they should do inter- interviews of people on the floor. Yeah, that you know? would be cool. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. What is awesome about Nintendo showing is that I saw them include several people from, like, YouTube, which are just, mm-hmm. like, I watch a lot of channels on YouTube, and it's super cool to see, like, the completion is there, or Jay Witz, he's a big Pokemon guy, or Pro Jared, who used to be at Screw Attack, but went and did his own thing. It's, like, really cool that Nintendo is including these, like, you know, I don't want to call them, like, celebrities, but they're um, personalities or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. A lot of people know. And they're just, and they're, like, not nobodies. I mean, you know, who the hell are we? But it's like, it's like, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. Um, yeah, I just it's really cool. That, that they, special classification we call Internet famous. Yeah, yeah. And but they're they're all Nintendo fans. And yeah. it's really awesome that they they acknowledge that they exist, you know, even though they give like hard time to people who just try to post a video of Nintendo something. You know, I think they always get taken down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know. I wonder, I wonder how everybody what people thought about it when it was in New York. Um, uh, I know that they said the line was long. They said uh, it was it was like wrapped around the whole block. You're talking about for the demo? Yeah. Because they was only letting 500 people play and they, and they were just like that the whole line was just like literally long. It was just like even before the store opened um, 
it was just a long line. I'm like, wow. And I, and I don't know how many hours they waited for for them to sign up, but shoot, they, but it was just like, wow. I don't think that that's a, like a good practice for them to have is like 500 people from this one region are allowed to play this demo. It's not like those people weren't already going to buy the game anyway. Yeah. So I, think I don't they, understand what the point of it is. Because I think they were doing an hour. For the uh, for the demo that everybody got to play, each person played for an hour. Yeah, that's insane. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I thought they got to play like the fifteen minute demo or something. No, they, no, everybody who was playing the game was playing for an hour. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, whatever, now I'm just jealous. Yeah, whatever the journalist was playing at E3, it's the same thing that they was playing at the Nintendo store. I see. And oh, go ahead, Larry. I would say, and at this point, I want to know why they couldn't follow suit and distribute that demo digitally. Yeah, just the fifteen-minute demo would have been freaking sweet. Seriously, give me a replayable fifteen-minute demo where you know I can go in and in this fifteen minutes, I'm going to try and see how far I can push this direction. And next time I'm going to try and see how far I can push that direction and you know, just see even, what I can find in 15 minutes repeatedly. Because even if it was one of those like limited play demos, uh-huh. that would have been fine too. I, I just want to know what the game that. like, I want to know what the game feels like right now. That's all. They yeah. Probably, they probably took into consideration that they wish they could do that because they probably know that a lot of people wanted to, but maybe for story elements, they didn't want to, there was probably in the game that they didn't want to reveal. Uh, I understand they probably were just like I know people who want to play just want to do an open air playground kind of style just like play around and see what they could do but then you got some people who are going to be trying to not only play the game for a whole but for that one hour or so but they're going to be trying to find secrets so they can post it and Nintendo probably got really probably maybe had been worried about that so they you know with them being in control of their IP they didn't want to risk anything getting out that they haven't talked about or fully developed yet. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys all see the, like, floating island or spaceship or whatever that is? Yeah. No, I didn't. I need to place it. I need to watch more of it. I've not gotten to see enough of it. Just bits well, and if, pieces. If anything, I want to know as little as possible, like, from here on. You know, I, I hate spoilers and stuff like that. I kind of want... I kind of want to pick up that game, not watch anything until the game comes out, pick it up and play it, and just be blown away by everything at that one time, you know? Does that make sense? I just want to know. It does. I just want to know if they're going to play that trailer music at the Legend of Zelda Symphony concert, Symphony of the Goddess. If That's all I want to know if they're going to play that, so I could buy my ticket right now and just call off from work, be like, I'm going to Chicago, I got to listen, listen to this concert. So if they play this song, I could just cry and ball because I know I don't have the game in my hand. <laughs> I just—I I want an inkling of what's happening story-wise. I don't. That's you know I. The the gameplay intrigues me. I it's neat to see them taking a vast departure, you know, gameplay-wise from the rest of the series. But I want give me an inkling. You know something. 
If you want an inkling, you have to play Splatoon. Yay, Splatoon. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. That's horrible. <laughs> no, that well was done, you god damn it. <laughs> <sighs> that was very good, Tony. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I want a notion of what's going on. I'm really intrigued, and at this point, you know, I give me a premise, and I'll be perfectly happy. You know, it's not like I'm not going to play it. I'm absolutely going to play it. I just want a premise of what's going on. You know, I'm very intrigued by this, not just in ruins, but overgrown Hyrule that you know Link's been asleep for a hundred years. You know. I, I want to know where we're picking up from. This this scratches my curiosity, and I it, it, I want the, to know. The thing that I like really has me curious is why what happened to the Master Sword? Why is it so like worn down? Rusted. Yeah, it's, it's shitty and everything. Yeah, Who the hell broke my Master Sword? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think we'll we'll find out more of that. I again, you know, this is me going. I want to know what happened. You know, Link's asleep for 100 years. Everything's in ruins and overgrown. It's just something went wrong. I did hear a theory that made me curious was that this might somehow pick up uh, from the split timeline theory Mm -hmm. from Ocarina where uh, Link actually failed to save Hyrule and that this picks up 100 years after that. I'm like, okay, I I would be down for that. I'm curious. Is that the the Wind Waker uh, path? I don't uh, think so. might be. Yeah. Well, people are thinking that uh, it might do something with the Wind Waker timeline because of the old man that she meet. There, some people are saying that that might be the king, uh, uh, King Red, the Red Dragon, uh, or King from Wind Waker. Um, but then a lot of people are sorry, uh, sorry, wait, wait. and Anuma, just like, well, you guys remember the first Legend of Zelda where you met that wizard. And so there might be a hint there. Oh yeah. So there, there. So um, sorry. Before before we continue, uh, I'm looking at the timeline here, and uh, where when Link is defeated, uh, he is supposed to be the last uh, hero, and the timeline is a link to the past, a link between worlds, Oracle of Seasons and Ages, Link's Awakening, uh, the first Zelda. Uh, and Adventure of Link. So, I don't think it's in that timeline, to be honest. I think it is on the um, on the Wind Waker uh, timeline. Like, maybe many, many years after Spirit Tracks or something. But that's so weird, because I feel like this one is dealing with technology and magic. And I think anything... Well, maybe Spirit Tracks might deal with technology and magic because of the railroad uh, kind of yeah. uh, gameplay. So I kind of wonder. Hmm. Uh, what did you guys think of the Pokemon viewing? Oh, that was awful. Don't don't ever show me a, a Zelda trailer. And then you're like, yeah, let's talk 45 minutes about a game that you know you're going to buy already. That was terrible. I didn't like it. I was very mad about it. Yeah, I'm not big on uh, following Pokemon. I I love Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I like to play their games. But I don't, I didn't, I didn't even pay attention to whatever Pokemon news came out over the weekend because 
I was more curious about literally anything else. I know I'm going to get Pokemon. I don't need to know anything else. Just give me the game. But do you think they yeah, That's po- pretty much how I am. Oh, go ahead, Larry. I was going to say, Pokemon is one of those games that just does not... There, there's almost no interesting way to show it. It's one of those things that it's, you know, it's been essentially the same formula since it came out. And we all know what it is at this point. All you have to do is just say, uh, here's the new Pokemon games. They're coming out at this point, and it will sell a bajillion fucking copies no matter what you do. But, uh, you know, and that's great. But the thing is, there's seriously no interesting way to show that game. Yeah, unless no, it's like a side were. title or something. Did you a guys, main yeah. title Pokemon, there's really no way. Did you guys think that they were using Pokemon to make to get stuff ready for Zelda? Um, you know, to get everybody placed so when that Pokemon is uh, demo is over with, um, everybody can move out the way. And then it's time for the big boy to talk because there's so much uh, information that's coming out. Like Pokemon was used as a warm up. Uh, before they actually that's very it. possible. That's probably what they wanted to do. Because was I mean, get done with Pokemon ASAP and get to Zelda. I mean, because this this one, uh, which which I think it was a strong show. I think it was really good because it's under a new director. So, and we've never really met the Pokemon director, the director of the Pokemon games in the past. So, I think it was kind of nice that they brought him. And he was able to talk about uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Everybody, yeah, everybody was pissed off that it, that Pokemon was being shown because of that trailer of Zelda. Like we were spoiled to heck, um, and we wanted more. We were, we wanted actual gameplay uh, from Zelda, um, which is a first for me. Like I've never seen a trailer that we got spoiled with. And be like, we want more of actual. Now we want the actual gameplay. Show us, show us, show us. I don't know. It's. I would have been fine if they just had Pokemon on Wednesday, with the other games. Yeah. There was no reason that that needed to be interjected in the middle. Yeah. Okay, Adrian. Um, I don't know. I, I'm with Tony on on the same boat. To be honest, it's like I saw everything I needed to see, and I don't want to see anything else until I get the game on my hands. I don't want to get anything get spoiled. I just I, I'll wait for the game. That's all. I don't need to see another trailer. I don't need to see more people playing. Nope. I, I I'll wait. Actually, I got back to work Thursday. And um, all of our, uh, well, actually Friday, I'm sorry. Uh, we got our uh, pre-sale cards in for Sun and Moon. So I bought both of them already. So, oh, man, you got both co- both versions? Yep. I put my dollar for each copy. Uh, so I'm getting Sun and Moon, getting both versions. So. Jeez. Do you, always, do you always get both? Um, This is the second time of me doing it. Um. I did uh, Alpha, mm. Alpha and um, uh, the uh, the Omega, the uh, last two, the remake ones. I did buy it both because I got my free Charizard uh, uh, plushie because I bought both. So I'm doing the same thing with Sun and Moon. 
I see. So, um, what did you guys I, I think of? Uh, what did you guys think of Wednesday? Wednesday was what Mario Party. Uh, paper was Paper Mario that day. Yeah, Paper Mario. Comes oh, what's back. that new game? What's um, the new Aero RPG Aces. game from like Ever Oasis? Yes. Oh, yeah. I when he said what is it? Something Oasis. Yeah, Ever Oasis. Ever Oasis. Yeah. Once they said this is the producer of Secret of Mana, I lost it. I literally I screamed on Twitter like a whole bunch of yeses. And it was just like day one purchase. That's all you had to mention to me. And then I seen the trailer. I was just like, I don't care about this trailer. I want it now. <laughs> I literally want this game now. I, I lost my mind when I seen this. That game did not get me. Sorry, Edward. That's okay. I watched them play it, and it just seems like... I don't know, switching between three party members to solve basic puzzles, and then it, it was there is the combat turn based or is it? No, it's action. Uh, action. It's action. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, and then like I didn't understand anything going on with building your oasis. Really, I I assume it's one of those games where when you play it, that's how you like really get an idea of what it's like. Kind of like fantasy life. Oh, yeah, it reminded me of that game, Fantasy Life. Uh, Adrian? Um, Everoasis, I, I, I kind of describe that as Fantasy Life meets Animal Crossing to some extent. Because whenever you like create a new part of the Oasis and you, make, you start making your Oasis, you can have people coming over, which, if I'm not mistaken, is exactly what Animal Crossing is. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, it, it is that uh, uh, with uh, Fantasy Life's uh, combat, uh, RPG combat. I, I, it is an interesting idea. I concern, Considering all the other uh, great games that are coming out uh, for 3DS, uh, like Dragon Quest uh, 7, Dragon Quest 8, and uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and etc., etc., et I don't think that's one game that I will be, like, buying personally so um, I mean I'm pretty sure people will like it some people will get it and it's gonna be fun but not myself though yeah I'm like that I'm... Uh, it's not anything I care about but I'm not big on anything like fantasy life or animal crossing either that's just the kind of thing that I go I, I get the idea and I respect it but I'm not into it which, in addition, at this point, you know, I'm kind of wondering if Nintendo isn't overdoing it on things like that. You know, Animal Crossing is a, a very big, everlasting experience. That's that's the kind of thing that you do once a console cycle, mm-hmm. and then you you play it to death and to death until the new console comes out and they give you a new version of it. You know, yeah, that's it's it's. Like why, you know, especially with the 3DS, Animal Crossing, Tomodachi Life, Fantasy Life, and now this. They, I, it seems just too much of that same feel mm-hmm. from Nintendo on one console generation. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree too. And there's even some third-party games that are like 
really similar to that. I mean, I, I don't want to say Monster Hunter is, but it kind of seems like it. Just maybe the art style is different, but I feel like it might have a very similar feel. And also that Final Fantasy game that came out like in February. Uh, Explorer? Explorers or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that Final Fantasy Explorer. I feel like the, all these games kind of have the same feel of like you just see your little character running around and you just do kind of like little tasks like it's like busy work kind of right it's just how much of that do you need on one console? on one you know? console yeah it's like seriously like some of those could have been on wii u yeah no kidding like why was there not a full-blown animal crossing don't talk to me about that board game bullshit thing you know why, why was there not a full-blown <laughs> animal crossing on wii u seriously how could there not have been a better place to put that I can sit there and play it on my TV, or if the wife wants to watch, you know, uh, a baking show for all I care, you know, could flip that thing on the the gamepad. That's that's perfect. That's one of those things where you know, it's a brilliant idea. In addition, for the simple fact that you you can have your gamepad sitting on its stand and just you know have the system running in the background you can see things happening in your little animal crossing town 24 7 day and night just whenever you happen to walk by and your gamepad is sitting there on showing your your little town uh-huh. you know how did this not happen probably because that's... animal uh, animal crossing sells more on the handheld than console so that's probably why they decided to do it Eh. That leads yeah. me to my other complaint, though, about this year is I, I understand the blowout for Zelda with you know the Treehouse Live, mm-hmm. but seriously, not doing a concentrated a digital event or presser or anything. This is the year I think it, it really needed it. You know, there's. There's a lot of anticipation for Zelda, but for the rest of us that own Wii U's, you know, we're going, what's coming for us for the rest of the year? You know, give it to us in a format that, you know, we're going to get excited about. You know, show us what's happening for the rest of the year, why we should be glad we invested it instead of pissed that we're sitting here with a Wii U and it looks like we're not going to really get much diddly shit until Zelda happens in spring next year. You know, like, what are you guys doing for Christmas? You know, is Color Splash it, really? You know, it, it feels like there should be more. You know, on top of that, you've got your uh, Federation forces coming here in just a couple of months. And like I said, you know, last week, you, you don't talk about it. You don't prime it. Seriously, this game is two months away, and you... You've already got a lot of negative feedback going into that. You might want to try and start to turn that tide. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that game might have done a better might might have done a better job if it was on Wii U and not that like chibi chibi look. Because mm-hmm. I would love to play that. Like, imagine the four of us playing that game online on our Wii U's. Oh, absolutely! Like that would have been a much better experience than 3DS's. I, I agree wholeheartedly. You know, I. If you're going to give me a Metroid game on a on the 3DS at this point, um, it, it better be like I'm pretty sure they could probably pull off a nice scaled down 3D version of the first Prime on the 3DS. I'm sure it's doable. Oh, um, for sure. You know why is that not happened? <laughs> but on top of that, you know, again, if you're going to put it on the 3DS, 
mm-hmm. why are we not doing a side scroll, you know, two point five D Metroid game? Yeah, I why just want we not even get just a remake. Just a remake of Super Metroid, just to keep Metroid in people's heads mm-hmm. in a positive way, yeah. would have been awesome. Like you were just saying, yeah, I think yeah, in like the last episode, Larry. Yep. So that's I. I don't see how or why that didn't happen, and it makes me sad that I'm I'm going to go an entire console generation without a Metroid game again. We haven't seen that happen since the '64. You know, since the '64, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Sam, Sam Samus's best showing on Wii U is Smash Brothers. That's yeah. not how it's supposed to be. No, it's not. I suppose the one upshot to it, you know, to the Wii U though, is that um, they they started doing some downloadable Wii games, including the Trilogy Collection, which brings that available in an affordable format. You know, because to try and find a used copy is still fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, 50, you get it for twenty bucks and download it to get all three in a a really nice package, no less. With the uh, the Wii controls, it's, as much as I like playing with the controller, I do think there is a certain um, good fit for the the Wii controls for that too, but that's different. So, you guys got anything else um, about Nintendo? What were some of the other games? What were some of the other games that they showed? Uh, Tokyo Mirage, like that Tokyo Mario Party Mario. game I watched. I wasn't into Tokyo Mirage Session. So, oh my god, I can't even speak. <laughs> that game. Uh, I was completely uninterested in it. I just thought, like, okay, it's another RPG. Until I saw, like, the class system that's from Fire Emblem. Uh-huh. That made me very interested. And now I think I'm just going to pick it up when it comes out this oh, week. I'm, I'm buying it already. I'm just waiting for it to come into my store. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking that up, too. The combat is looks really cool. How even the characters you, you don't have in your party can, uh, you know, do something. Because, like, you know, did you guys all play Xenoblade? No, I didn't. Ah. Ad- Adrian and uh, Edward, you guys both did at least a little bit, right? Uh, I'm happy. Uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on 3DS. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but anyway, what I was saying, what thinking was, when you play, like, an RPG, you have all these party members or uh, that are, like, interchangeable. But the ones that are sitting out, like, what are they doing the whole time? They do nothing. And in this, uh, I keep forgetting the name, Tokyo Mirage session, it's really cool that you have these attacks where they can just pop in and help you too. Even if it's in a small way, just like a little bit of extra damage. I think that's awesome. I've played so many RPGs where I'm just wondering, why the heck is my whole team not here just because the game has to restrict restrict you in that way? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, ever since yeah, I've seen that game, ever since I heard the soundtrack, I'm just like, I gotta have this game day one. It's always been a, it was a sale for me once they like finalized it. Uh, I, Cause I was shocked. I'm like, Shin Megami Tensei Crossfire Emblem? Wait, when is this coming out and how can I achieve to buy it? And then when they fixed it, they showed it again. <laughs> just that trailer playing the music, I was already run. I was just like, I need this game right now. You like a lot of J-pop? Uh, yeah, I do. I admit, I, I do. It's is it called J-pop? J-pop? Yeah, J- yeah, J-pop. J- yeah. It's J-pop yeah. and K-pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I got nothing wrong. I, I've got nothing against the music in that game so far. It, it, um, it I really like the music in what's it called? Xenoblade. So yeah, and it's all weird music. Uh, uh, so. uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but once you get out, once you get out into the world, that soundtrack is still Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, that's just still an amazing game from graphics to music to the gameplay. Uh, oh, I just need to dive. It's right back for in. sure my favorite Wii U game. It's for sure my favorite Wii U game. Yeah. What I want to know is, like, how big is the Zelda world, like, Hy- Hyrule compared to Xenoblade Chronicles X? Because okay. that world is so huge. Apparently, it's just... This huge. Apparently, it's just a bit smaller than Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, it's actually smaller? Yeah, but just by, like, a tiny bit. That's fine. It's That's fine. Xenoblade yep. Chronicles X was, like, so massive. Yeah. Monolith is working with them to uh, do the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, Monolith is on the team? Yep. It's like in the... Monolith I didn't know that. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, Monolith is helping them develop it. I read that and I was just like, okay, I, I can understand and see it now. This is about to be... If this doesn't be Game of the Year or come out at Perfect 10, I'm going to probably be heartbroken. I'm sure it will. I'm, I'm I don't sure. know. I almost wonder. I, I think it might get snubbed on the the game of the year front for the very simple fact that you know, as far as I know, it's still supposed to be. It's still slated for like you know spring. That's mm-hmm. real early year. You know, by the mm-hmm. time game, anything game of the year happens, you're almost always looking at all the stuff that came out right around fall. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah that's true. The beginning it, of the year spies for game of the year. And I gotta say, it's going to be a battle next year because Horizon Red Dawn, Persona 5, The Legend of Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild, um, probably some indie games. Like, there's great games coming out until almost, like, all of spring. And we, uh, who knows what they're going to show at E3 that, that year. But I'm just like, that's some heavy hits. Like, across all platforms, you could get anything that you want that's going to seem, that seems promising. Um, and it, I feel like it's just going to be a battle of what everybody wants because I definitely uh, uh, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn that's going to be a, a very big seller for Sony, a very big. Seller. I hope so. I really hope that actually sells well because it looks fucking great, and I just get the yeah, feeling awesome. that it's going to be one of those that you know is great but doesn't play to a mass market somehow. I, it feels to me like it's going to get lost or buried, and that's going to be sad and tragic. And I hope not, because Guerrilla Games, they... Yeah, I'm with Larry in that. For sure. They really make some good games. Guerrilla Games is really good. And Larry, we didn't get our SoCon. I know, I know. There, there's still time. Maybe that's a brilliant thing to do with fucking VR as a new SOCOM. Oh. Uh. Hmm. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Um, so I can totally dig so common VR. I would. Um, okay, so um, started with you, Tony. Then you, Larry. Then you, Adrian. Then I'll end last. Overall, pre- overall E3, what would you give it? Your own personal review, grade, letter, I mean, grade, number, Yoshi coins, whatever you want to give it. What would you give overall uh this year's E3. 
Oh, man, that's hard to answer. I feel like without Zelda, it would have been a very mediocre E3. One game somehow made it that interesting for me. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just give it four Yoshi coins, just because uh, <laughs> okay. uh, I don't know what else to say. It was all because of Zelda, though. Okay. Uh, Larry? Um, I don't know. I mean... For me personally, I'm a little let down, but, you know, I'm a little disappointed every year that, you know, Metroid doesn't look great or, you know, has something to say. But that aside, objectively, uh, um, I'm still a little disappointed in the way that Nintendo showed, period. Uh Um, Sony had another great year. That's, That's two consecutive. Like I said last week, that's two years consecutive for sony where i'm now looking at the the current gen between xbox one and playstation 4 and leaning towards a playstation 4 more than i am an xbox uh which is a very strange thing for me because i'm very used to sony shows boring the shit out of me for like the last eight years um and Microsoft had a, a, a decent, solid showing. You know, they they didn't show as much of what I wanted to see, but they did show some. And shockingly, the new Call of Duty somehow looked interesting to me for the first time ever. Um, I think that's just because it looked like a sped up version of the zero G shit from Dead Space, right. but but um, which is not the worst thing ever. So, uh, but yeah, it's Sony and Microsoft were great. I just felt that the Nintendo side of things felt too sparse. Like, it was too disjointed, I think. Um, and that it's, that's the only part that dragged it down for me. Uh, if I leave Nintendo out of the equation, uh, the other two shows I would give a solid 9 combined. Absolutely. Um, okay. Throwing Nintendo showing in there and the fact that you know there wasn't any real cohesive show kind of drags it down for me a little bit, down to like a maybe a 7.5 or an 8, just because, for me, retroactively trying to go back and find it, it makes it a pain in the ass to try and find everything that Nintendo showed on Zelda. There, It just wasn't well cataloged for me to go back and watch. Okay. Uh, not just Zelda, even, like, the Amiibo announcements and stuff. I still don't yeah. know what Amiibos were announced, you know? Uh, they had, Yeah, they announced a handful of new, like, Amiibos in the Mario line. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw blue that glows in the dark. That's the coolest one. That is that, so cool. That and those goddamn pretty looking uh, Breath of the Wild Amiibos. Oh. Yeah. Wait, there's Breath of the Wild Amiibos? Yes, yeah. there are. They look so good. Oh my goodness. I, I, we're going to have you to see? lock them up at work. I'm going to have that. to lock them up at work because everybody's going to try to steal them. Like, these things, they... The um <laughs> the octobot or the little um uh, the little the, robot the guardian thing, thing yeah you could move their tentacles on the amiibo yeah they're like bendable poseable yeah so but yeah that's uh that's a thing so those looked good but again you know it just didn't really seem to show anything in a real cohesive manner and that at least you know just. I would love to have a page where it's just, here's all the treehouse showings in order for you to watch at your convenience. 
it, it didn't seem to ever really come about that way. I kind of had to poke around and just find things and wonder, oh, did I watch that one already? Well, I think so. they, they should be on YouTube. should be on the uh, Nintendo page. Oh, so. I'll probably go back and look. Maybe now that it's done, they're starting to populate a little better and a little more organized. But it didn't seem all that well organized when I first looked at it. Okay. So. Adrian? Um, it's it's kind of weird that from DC3, I only care for like three, maybe four games in total. Uh, I mean, it was a bit better than last year's E3, I think. It wasn't great, though. And, um... I... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I can't give it four coins, though. I'll probably give it, like, two two coins. Uh, two Yoshi coins. Wow. Or, you know what? No, Wait, what, uh, what dollar amount are you giving it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, that's exactly what I was going to say. Tony, I love you, <laughs> dude. That's why you're brother. Yeah, you always know what I'm thinking. So the dollar amount, the dollar amount I will give uh, to this conference, I will probably I will probably pick it up if it was in that fourteen ninety nine and under bin at GameStop. <laughs> pick <it up> there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, look, wow. 2016, $14.99 or less. Cool, I'll pick it up. Arch. <laughs> Dang, you went, indie, you went indie price. Dang. Um, for me, for the overall conference, I gave it a B plus. I thought all three showings were strong. I'm glad that Microsoft and Sony kept this thing under an hour. They didn't pull no gimmicks. I did like the orchestra and Sony. Sony's that orchestra playing the music through the trailers. That was really nice. They they sounded really good. Um, the, the, yeah. I, t- I got to tell everybody, everything Nintendo show, I'm buying off the bat. Like, I got to have it. Um, Microsoft and Sony has some games coming, and I'm probably going to uh, spend buy, like, six games from Microsoft, six games from um from Sony, so I think um, overall there was a really strong showing. Um, not including Ubisoft, EA, and Bethesda, I if I had to just do Microsoft, Sony, and uh, Nintendo, I would give it four out of five Yoshi coins. There was a lot of things to uh, uh, enjoy about the conference. Um, very exciting for a lot of reveals. We got some new IPs coming out, uh, some sequels. Like they, I think each press conference. Um, did you know? Did a good job. Um, Nintendo. There's some things that they could fix, um, but for for it to be their first time doing straight uh, live gameplay uh, instead of a digital presentation, I think they could do better next year. Um, but I think they did fine this year. Um, I know it was a letdown. I think they're probably going to show so, uh, more games. Hopefully, when Index uh, is revealed and released, we might get more presentation. Um, for their conference, so but overall, I give it like a B plus slash four out of five Yoshi coins. And with that, everybody, that is our show. Um, plugs, uh, starting with you, Tony. Where can we find you? What's been up? Um, I haven't been super active lately, uh, but I'll get back on that again uh, in the MVC Book Club. Uh, 
So yeah, just come join us on there and talk about games. I forgot what game we're playing this month, though. I'm not even playing it. Uh, oh, SteamWorld. Uh, what's it called? Codename Steam. Oh, Codename Steam. Yeah, you see, I've been so inactive lately. Sorry. You can just go to the next guy. <laughs> Larry? Uh, I'm on Facebook, where we would love for you to interact with us on the on our Facebook page. Um, beyond that, uh, back on Xbox Live just recently. Uh, catch me out there, Megatron0016. Um, other than that, oh, mental note, now that I've got shit plugged in again, I will totally put up my friend code and Nintendo ID up on the Facebook page as well, too. And uh, that way you can uh, hook up with me there, and we'll we'll play some Splatoon. We need to make that Yay. happen. Yes. Gotta get your inkling. But... Yep, I've I've got my little uh, <laughs> my inkling amiibos and all that actually. I'm... There you go. So, Adrian, what's yeah, up? Can, um, how can we find you? In my case, uh, just find me uh, near the uh, on the nearest park bench because I'm always tired and I'm always looking for a place to rest. Uh, so you can find me there. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you can find me. Uh, just follow my company at the first machine. Go to thefirstmachine.com. Check uh, Tuna Cycle. That it's every time that I said it's it's coming out soon. I feel like I'm lagging because it never is. I'm I'm worse than KG Nafune. I'm, I've been I've been delaying this game a lot more than Mighty Number Nine. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that is the first that. Uh, so no, yeah, you know, just look. For, for me up there, join join the NBC Video Game Book Club. Of course, we're playing Codename Steam. I just finished uh, Mission uh, Five today, and that was really cool. So I'm um, looking forward to beating beating this game for the discussion. So, yeah. All right, and you guys can find me on Twitter at that pressure code T H A T R E T R O C O D E. Um, I do another podcast called Optional Opinion, which you can find on SoundCloud. Um, iTunes and Google Play. You also can fly, find the World One One podcast on SoundCloud, um, iTunes, and Google Play. Just subscribe to Optional Opinion, and you'll get both podcasts. Um, you can find me on Facebook under Edward Varnell. Um, join our Facebook page, World One One. Uh, join us on the MVC Video Game Book Club. Um, email the show um, next week. Where we're going to be talking about futuristic racers. So if we want to know what your guys' favorite game is or and some other thoughts, you can email the show at uh, world one one podcast at gmail dot com. That's w o r l d one one p o d c a s t at gmail dot com. Um, and then we'll be uh, coming more with uh, new episodes. Uh, we uh, having our new segments and just everything. Um, but we want to hear from you guys. We want to have discussions with you guys. Uh, so let us know. Um, the Smash question is still coming, so we'll be talking about that like real soon. Um, but for right now... Let's say two weeks when we get back to a regular format again. <laughs> exactly. Um, yes. But with that, everybody, um, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you later. We will see you next year, uh, June 13th to June 17th for E3 2017. So with that, everybody, we are out. See ya. Peace. Bye. Bye.